This is Just a Few Questions. I'm your host, Mark Sims, and I have Lenny McAllister on the phone. Lenny McAllister is a senior fellow with the Commonwealth Foundation in Pennsylvania, and Lenny is also the CEO of the Pennsylvania Coalition of Public Charter Schools. Lenny McAllister, how are you? I'm doing well, Mark. How are you? Happy holidays. Man, you man, you still look like you fresh out of like college or high school or something, man. You still look young and fresh and vibrant and still fighting a good fight for uh, 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 conservative values. I get I get jealous when I see you on, on uh, the social media. I say, man, Lenny looking good, man. Jeez. So uh, let's well, uh, go ahead, man. I was going to say two things. Number one, my wife keeps me young, and I, I appreciate that when you, uh, when you have such a, a fantastically gorgeous and intelligent and God-fearing black woman by your side as your wife. It is very easy to look and feel young, so I'm very thankful for that. And uh, In regards to all the other stuff, I take the compliments, and I, I'm, I'm focused on the best for all Americans. I'm fighting a good conservative fight in, in many regards, but those conservative policies I'm fighting for for the sake of, of all Americans, not just red America, but red, white, and blue America, and that also obviously includes black people in America. Man, you sound like Barack Obama a former president of the United States. So let me ask the question here. Uh, Lenny McAllister, uh, what do you think will be the, uh, the agenda, the conservative agenda, conservative agenda under a Joe Biden administration? Well, there's two, there's two aspects of that, Mark. There's a political agenda and then there's a, uh, there's a policy agenda. I think that let's, let's start with probably the more, um, the more adversarial, one, which would be the political agenda. I think that the political agenda is going to be primarily is how to, how to hold the fort until you get the midterms. Usually speaking, the, um, the party of the, of the White House loses seats in the House of Representatives, loses seats in the U.S. Senate, and if, from a political standpoint, Republicans can kind of hold the fort for 24 months, they will hope that maybe the House will flip back to Republican hands, or that the Senate and or the Senate would increase any type of lead that it has in the Senate, maybe a 51-49 expands to a 53-47, let's say. But from a policy perspective, I think that conservatives will be pointing back to the pre-pandemic economy and saying that America had several years in a row, both under the last half of the Obama presidency and throughout the Trump presidency, of a good economy that saw historic levels of unemployment at, at lows, historic levels of weekly unemployment rolls at lows that saw a historically low African-American unemployment rate that saw a stock market continuously going in the right direction and a level of investment in, in American businesses that was encouraging. You know, even the, 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 the tax cuts that we heard about at the end of 2017 led to bonuses for everyday employees from places such as AT&T and the like that we hadn't heard about in many, many years prior to that. So um, I think that there's a there's an opportunity to say that we're going to move forward with that as an agenda. Man, Lenny, man, you were we were talking. Uh, you, I don't. I hear a, a horn in the background. It's all right though. Who's playing the horn? <laughs> <laughs> it's my 11 year old. He's a uh, he's a trumpet player, fifth grade, and. Um, He's developing a talent for it, and he loves it. And it's kind of good when you have, a uh, again, our children to be able to, to still be into different type of extracurricular activities, such as piano and, in the case of Neil and Trumpet. Um, it's always good to see that brain development, that character development, to be able to 
stay on pass and, and practice continuously and grow in ways that they didn't see themselves growing before is, is fantastic. So, um, yeah, he's, he's doing that uh, during this holiday season. Now, I'm all good with this. So let me go with the second question, Lenny McAllister. So, Lenny McAllister, uh, how can the Republican Party continue, because they did pretty good in this last election uh, with President Trump, will they continue to uh, attract a more diverse group of voters? Yes, and, and the reason why, Mark, is that people don't realize that we're doing a recalibration of the electorate. So people have seen that over the course of the last several elections that the working class, blue-collar, white voter has gone from conservative Democrat to Trump Republican. And they have stayed there at least through November 2020. But what you're also seeing is that African Americans are looking at both both political parties and saying, listen, neither one of you, over the course of 100 years, have really looked out for African Americans at a high enough clip to change our plight in America. Republicans, we were on board with you from after the Civil War to roughly the 1930s, a little bit longer through the eyes in our administration. But by the 1960s in Goldwater, we were getting off the Republican train. Democrats, we've been on board basically since Goldwater. 1964, you can even date back to FDR. But Democrats have been running our cities, Chicago, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C., New York City, L.A., San Francisco, for upwards of a century now. Why are our kids in jail disproportionately, dropping out of school disproportionately, unemployed disproportionately? Why are they getting the, the last jobs, their last hired, first fired? Why are we seeing these things if you all are the party of diversity? In 2020, especially with the pandemic, Mark, the pandemic has exacerbated these disparities. And people, through their protests, are now pushing back and saying, we need action from both sides, which I think will mean, especially in places such as Michigan, Texas, Pennsylvania, where there's no longer straight ticket voting options. People are inclined to look at both parties to make policy differences with their political votes. And I think that will continue going into 2021 and beyond. You know, uh, Lenny McAllister, you know, I always like telling my guests, I can't, man, you took out a few minutes of your busy day to do this. I can't thank you enough. But let's, in your last uh, dissertation, <laughs> close out the podcast, this podcast, and I, with your permission, let's do a second one about charter schools. You cool with that, Lenny McAllister? Yeah, sure. All right, Lenny. So we're going to close this one out with your final comments, and then uh, we'll go do a part two about the charter schools. <laughs> That's going to be good. But uh, the Republican Party, uh, Democratic Party, and this, I don't get, I mean, as I get older, I don't really get, try to get too caught up in it. It's capitalism. Can the parties, the Republican or, or Democratic Party, can they really alter capitalism to try to cure some of this income inequality in the United States of America? Yes, because I think that part of what, and I think this is what they tried to go with, with uh, Opportunity Zones and some other things, that, that the Trump administration and uh, HUD Secretary Dr. Ben Carson and others were trying to go through with that policy was how can you incent people to invest in the communities and into people that have the potential but don't usually have the resources. And we have seen this transpire throughout the world. We have seen economic gains, even in communist China, come about because of a shift towards 
a brand of capitalism that gives people that generally don't have opportunity and don't have capital and don't have resources, giving them those options to have a better life. We need to incent American capitalism in such a way that we can bring back the hope in our communities, that we can bring back more hope on the south side of Chicago, the west side of Chicago. We can bring back more hope in North Philly. We can bring back more hope in south central Los Angeles. There's, there are ways of doing it. We have done it previously. We have had Black Wall Street, and we all, we all know the stories of our history despite the oppression. But now is the time, because of the pandemic, because of all that we've gone through in 2020, where we can have that new direction and move forward and use things such as capitalism to bring people up in an expedited fashion. 